0: Have you lately been wondering when will you ever have the time to do all the things you want to accomplish as a wife and mother? Do you often have the best intentions and set out to seize your day only to fall in bed at night feeling defeated from all the things you didn't get to? I hear you, mama. And I was you, mama. I know what it feels like to feel so drained and exhausted at the end of the day and wonder when, oh, when will this ever get better? When will my days just stop running together? And when will I have time for myself? These feelings are exactly why I've brought on my dear friend and time management expert, Lissa Figgins, to share with us her time and tested strategies and tips of how we can have it all, how we can redeem our time and get the energy and time we want back in less time. Let's do it, mamas. Let's dive in with her. Hey mama, welcome to Mom Nation. Do you want a better work-life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or Googling, how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and alone and you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you again? Hey, I'm Cheyenne. I too was an exhausted mom away from my family. I too felt drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished I could find balance between being a wife, mom, stepmom, and entrepreneur. I wanted more energy to give my husband, to discipline my kids well, and incorporate Jesus into our home, but I kept telling myself that I just couldn't do it without a community around me until I've found balance and confidence in raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find time and energy management help, tips for disciplining, and what to do when you have no village, so that you will find balance between all of your roles and trust your own mom tuition. Time to grab those headphones, mama, pour that green smoothie, and get ready to be mom inspired. You're no longer alone. Hello, hello, hello to all you beautiful mamas out there. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode here at Mom Nation, where my heart, my soul, my passion is to help you find balance and raise Jesus-loving littles. And recently, one of the biggest feedback that I've been getting from you, especially when it comes to uh, in the reviews I've been receiving on Apple Podcasts and in my Facebook groups are Cheyenne oh my gosh, Like we just do not have time for this. We don't have time for ourselves. We don't know how to manage our household. Our husbands are getting lost in the mix and the craziness of raising little ones. What can we do? What are things that can bring back this peace into our souls and to our minds? And I knew exactly the person that I had to bring on my podcast to help you ladies out because as much as I can speak to this, I have someone here very special today where this is her specialty. This is something that she's actually gone through and grown through and she actually helps moms just like you and moms all over the world actually um, specifically helps them with Creating time management plans so that you can be more present in your everyday life. And so without further ado, I'm gonna let her introduce herself even better. But I just wanna officially welcome my guest today, Miss Lissa Figgins, here on the Mom Nation podcast. Hello, Lissa. Oh my goodness. Finally, here we are. Welcome to Mom Nation. Hey,
1: Mom Nation. So fun to be here. Oh, wow. I'm just going to say like, this is just an honor. So thank you for this opportunity and for having a heart for what your women really need. Um, and I want you to know, like, I totally get it. Um, I'm a mom of three and I'll be right up front and honest. They are all out of the nest. So here's what I'm going <laughs> to say though. Don't turn off this podcast and say this girl does not get <laughs> so- what life is like with littles because I remember those. I remember when the days and nights felt really long, right? But the years flew by so fast. I remember being on the phone with a really good friend of mine one time when my oldest was a baby, or maybe he was like toddler stage. And I remember her telling her daughter, who was just a little bit older than my son, go put your shoes on. And I was like, holding the phone. I went, what? They can actually do that by themselves? Like. (laughs) (laughs) Really? You know? And so, yeah, they can, like they will grow up, right. They can start brushing their own teeth and putting their own shoes on and things like that. And I know right now, if you're a mom of littles, you're just in that stage of like doing it all. Right. And so that just is such an amazing stage of life. And yet it's just, it's a season right now. My closest kid is 11 hours away. So what I will say to you is hold them close when they are little and they can snuggle on your lap um, because my six-two son who's home now, you know, like has to bend over to give me a hug, which is so sweet. Um, but they grow up fast, right? And they move on to what God is calling them to. And um, yeah. And the other part that's unique about my motherhood is that I did a lot of, well, first of all, we lived away from family, like they weren't nearby. Um, But then I also had a husband who served in the military. So often he was deployed. I was solo parenting, right? Which is a whole nother layer of things, Um, trying to manage a household and kids and homeschool and all the things. So I get it, right? I totally get, I don't have time. I felt like that all the time. And I wish I would have known then what I know now. So I feel like, like let older women speak into your life, like let their hindsight be your, your foresight find people who are just even maybe a little bit further down the path. Like maybe you've got toddlers and then you find that woman who has like a kindergartner and you're like, Oh oh my goodness, what's life like? Right. Or someone who has like preteens or teenagers and just always have people in your life who have been there before that can kind of give you some of that perspective. I think it's so valuable.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. Exactly what you said. It's like finding mom mentors, you know, and I love that. And I love that you're a few steps down the line, you know, you're a few miles ahead of us moms that are listening right now that maybe have, you know, kids that are just five and under. And yet there's something so beautiful because you just from your own experience can give us so much wisdom and say like, hey, you're going to make it through those stages like you will survive you will get to this point but of course when we are there it can feel very overwhelming and you know something you said that made me think of um I often have said this about marriage that you get married you say I do and then it's like good luck here's your happy ever after there's no handbook that comes with marriage, but there's also no handbook when this baby comes through you, comes out of you. And you're now like, mom, you know, this, this birth of a mother happened, you gave birth to a child and now you are also a completely different woman, but it's like, how do I do this? Like there's no handbook and there's no handbook that tells you also, right? Lissa, like, when to transition your children, you know, when is the right time to allow them to tie their shoes or to do this and that. And it can be so overwhelming. So I'm really, I want to know a little bit more if you would share with my ladies right now listening, if you would share, like you shared a little bit of your story, but you said that, you know, that you learned kind of through doing, and now you have that deeper purpose. And something I wanted to mention I'll let you expand upon is that you also have taken what you've learned and you've brought it to a a higher um, divine platform for the Lord which is uh, currently your podcast and you have a podcast called redeem your time so I'm just curious if you would share with us briefly like what is that about and um, what is like your mission now with your podcast and everything that you do around it
1: Oh gosh. It just gets me up every morning. It's it's like I mm. just pitch myself right as I'm sure you do that this is what we get to do, yeah. right? And and so much of it comes like you said from our own journey because I learned a lot of things the hard way. I learned a lot by making mistakes. I learned a lot by not <laughs> doing and focusing on the things that really mattered, <laughs> right? So I like yep. to say, let, let me show you that it's possible and let me shorten your <laughs> learning curve, right? Like you don't have to make all, <laughs> <Amen. mistakes>. like, <laughs> that's why yeah. it's helpful to find someone further down the road and say, what do you wish you would have known? Or what do you wish you would have done? Right. Um, and so really my passion is to encourage and equip busy Christian women to be more present. Right. Because like God has called us, you know, to this role as motherhood, you know, to a role as a wife, to a role as a daughter, a friend, you know, somebody, you know, connected to our church. If you have a business, I mean, there's so many different things that we're called to. And yet I feel like as a society and i feel like this is even like heightened for moms especially moms of little we just are on the hamster wheel we're just literally mm, running around from yes. one thing to the next and feeling like we're always go 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 and then what happens you like crash in bed later than you should have and then you know it's time to get up and do it all over again and no wonder women are just exhausted and overwhelmed and actually physically and mentally start you know breaking down and when you get to that point yeah. you are no good to anyone Right, and so I think it's yeah. just so key to be paying attention. And yet, here's the thing I want to say: you feel like you don't have time right now, right? And I'm guessing mm-hmm. you're listening thinking, when my kids go to school, ah, oh, then I'm going to have time, <laughs> and I'm going to like do all these things. Or like when my kids grow up and leave, go to college, right? Like you're going to feel like you know, like like now all of a sudden you're going to have it. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to change anything. And here's why: mm-hmm. I know this is not like good news, <laughs> but hear me out, Truth right? Bomb. <laughs> okay. Busy is not a disordered schedule. It's a disordered heart, right? So it's not going to matter if your kids are itty bitties, if they're school age, if they're you know, in college, if they're you know, starting their own families. I think because of our condition of our heart, we will always struggle with our time, always, right? Yes. Now, that doesn't mean all is lost, And you just throw up your hands and go,, well, I'm just going to binge Netflix then, because what does it matter anyway? <laughs> right? Like we're not going to go to that extreme. But, you know, here's where the faith piece really comes in because there's a lot of time management out there. There's a lot of like life planning stuff that you can, you know, buy this planner, Mm -hmm. use this system, you know, create these habits and all those things are good. And I incorporate all of them, but it's secondary. It comes after you've really gotten Mm. with the Lord and thought about what are you calling me to be first before do, uh, in these different areas of my life. Right. Because when we have that mindset of like, this, this time I have on earth is a gift, this time with my kid in this stage of life is a gift. How, God, how yeah. do you want me to do this? How do you want me yeah. to make the best use of it? I love Ephesians five, 15 through 16. It's my theme verse for my, for my business. And then that says, be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Right. Like, yeah, we all know life goes by like in a a flash. Right. And we all see our kids grow up like, boom, you're like, oh my gosh, you were just so like little. And now you're, you know, in this next stage. And if we're not careful, it's just, we're going to end up with a lot of regrets about the shoulda, woulda, couldas, right. With our time.
0: And yet I
1: truly Mm -hmm. believe you do have all the time you need to do all that he has called you to. Right. We got the world telling exactly. us how we keep spending our time. But we if, if we're if we if our life is grounded in him, he's the voice we need to be listening to. He's the one that should be helping us with what those priorities are.
0: Wow. That is gold right there. Oh my gosh, mamas. I hope that you're in a space and a place where you can take notes right now. Cause I feel like Lisa, you just dropped so many. Beautiful golden nuggets of wisdom right there. You know, one thing I wanted to repeat because it hit me so well. I mean, ladies, I'm over here doing the podcast recording and I'm taking notes. I'm just like, this is so, so wonderful for women in our stage of life. But something you said, Lissa, was busy is not a disordered schedule. It's a disordered heart. And it reminded me of something you said just a few minutes earlier about how your heart's intention is to help women learn how to be more present. And I was wondering if, because I feel like that's something I've heard. It's something that I feel even is covered somewhat on different social media, but I think it can be really hard to understand exactly what that fully means. And I, w- I would like you to spend a moment in sharing with us, like how would you define being more present in your life? Yeah.
1: Well, I can define it best by what it's not. <laughs> and what and what I was like when I was a mm-hmm. mom of littles, right? I'd be mm-hmm. sitting on the mm-hmm. floor. Okay, I had two boys close in age. They always loved playing Legos. I just don't have a mind that it's very mechanically like can figure things out. I can build your basic house, but that's about as far as I go, right? So I'd yeah. be sitting there, right, and I'd be quote unquote playing Legos. But I'd see the dust over in the corner, so I'm getting up and grabbing that. And oh, that's right, I forgot. I gotta like get this out of your drawer for tomorrow. And Oh, maybe I should go throw that in the, you know, in the fridge because we're going to need that later. And, you know, Oh yeah, honey, I'm here playing Legos. Right. But I was not there. Like I was there in body, but I was not there in presence. And so there's such a difference, right? Presence is I'm fully here and I'm fully focusing on who or what is most important that is in front of me in this moment. And not thinking about Mm -hmm. all the things I could be doing or should be doing or I didn't get to yet, Um, but really being able to say, like, I've got blinders on and you are what matters right now. And this is this is where my focus is going. Um, So I would that's kind of how I would define being more present. And again, it's because of our sinful nature, because of our tendencies, because of our distractedness and our distracting world. I think it will always be an intentional walk right it's never going to just come naturally but we can create rhythms and routines that will help us to do that so that our brain isn't always going in a million directions
0: exactly exactly and thank you for giving us such a beautiful definition that makes it more clear i feel um in my mind and hopefully in the hearts of the of the women listening and you know something you said right there those keywords i think you said routine and what was the other word systems
1: systems yeah
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Systems and routines. So I'm thinking of, A mom out there right now who may be listening and maybe she's like okay lissa like i get that i get that that my heart needs to be in the right place and but when you were speaking that that's me that's like where i'm thinking about this and this and this and this and uh as far as like a tactical approach like i'm curious if there's anything you can share with my moms who just want some simple maybe steps or some tips that can get them started can get them starting to tame their time what would be some simple tips that you would give a mom who who wants to be better um, to get her into being more present, but also helping to tame her time?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna keep it super simple because I know that she's probably listening to this while she's bouncing baby on her lap, while she's feeding someone, while she's cleaning up, you know, a mess, yeah. whatever. I know I remember those days. And so it's yeah. really three simple words. See, ask, and do see, ask, and do. The first step is really seeing, AKA noticing, right? Like sometimes I think we just get going Mm. in life and we don't really pay attention to how am I feeling? Like, where am I frustrated? Where are my kids frustrated? Right. And is that because of me not being present? What are the cycles that keep going? Right. Are we Maybe we're always having issues at a certain time of day or over a certain type of event or things like that. Like, start really paying attention because if, if you're not eventually, then it will start demanding your attention. And when I work with women, I talk about eight key areas of our life and I'll list them out just so your listeners can hear them. And it might sound at first like overwhelming, but I want you to know, like you already have all these eight areas in your life. It's just, um, are you giving them attention and noticing? So the first one is faith walk because that's, I believe foundational. The second one is your family. So that would include your marriage that would include you mm-hmm. know your, with your kids and like your parents and close family you know and then of course you've got different mm-hmm. layers of extended family um friendship right like that is a key area especially for young moms of littles like we are not meant to do this alone and while our parents may be mm-hmm. great you know have great intentions they are not in the throes of you know of what it's like so you got to have friendships right whether they're long, local or for or long distance um, your service or work, right? So for some people it's full-time being a mom For some people, they do have a business or they do have a job beyond that as well. Like, how are you called to serve whether you're paid for it or not stewardship? So that's going to be around finances, right? Like what resources has God given you, um, your own wellness. We all know if you're not taking care of yourself, right? That's, it's going to eventually come back and find you, uh, and cost you more, um, passions, and this is one that I did not focus on when I was a young mom. Like it was never about what, what lights me up? What fills me up? What, what do I yes. enjoy? What are my kids like? Right. People they'd ask me, what's your favorite What movie do you want to watch mom? I'm like, oh, I don't know, whatever you guys want, you know, what restaurant do you want to go to mom? I don't know. What are your hobbies mom? Oh, I don't have any, you know, like, so that again, that's yeah. Don't let those go. And then the last one is your dwelling, right. Which sometimes feels like it consumes your life, you know, your home around you and all the household tasks. Mm. So, those just, you know, real quickly, I won't go into a lot of detail because I do more of that in my program, but those are the eight key areas of attention. And so I would just, you know, number one, notice how you're feeling in different different areas um, where you might be frustrated and what things, patterns that you don't want to continue keep happening. And then yes. also notice where do you have five, 10, 15 minutes of just random time? Because you do have five, 10, 15 minutes of random time. Here's a good test. When is a time that you grab your phone or grab food? right? Because oftentimes those are two filler things, right? You find yourself in the kitchen snacking. It's not meal time. You're not hungry. You know, you're just, it's just filling time. And then our phones, which can be a blessing because there's so many amazing things we can do with them tend to follow us everywhere. And then if we have a spare moment, what are we doing? And we're doing that while we're with our kids playing Legos, but really we're on our phone, you know, scrolling social media or, you know, checking other things and stuff like that. So, Here's the thing: is just we often underestimate how much time we give away to less important things. We really do, right? So, so start noticing how am I feeling, and where do I have like even little pockets of time? They say the average person uses or is, spends two to four hours a day in front of a screen. So, even if you're not average, even if you're less than that, you do have time. It's just that you're giving it away to less important things, right? So so that's the first one is just noticing, like, how am I feeling? And where do I have little pockets of time? Then when you find a pocket, maybe it's only five minutes, maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's 15 minutes, maybe you get 30 minutes, they took a good nap, right? Maybe you get an hour. Mm. Asking yourself this question, what matters most right now? Because if we just start doing things without stopping to ask that question, it will just be busy work. Yeah, maybe stuff will get done and checked off a box, or maybe we will waste the time on something that doesn't matter. But But really asking yourself the question. I just led a book club on the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller. And he has a one thing question, which I love. And it says this What's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? And I like to add, or better. Let me, I'll repeat that for your listeners. What's the one thing I can do? (laughs) Yeah. Such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. And so I think mama of little, if you have five minutes and you literally stop for 15 seconds and ask that question first, it's helping you to prioritize, right. And not just do something because it's the squeaky wheel or do something because it's obvious and in front of you, but do something that really is going to matter and move you in the direction that you want to grow in those eight different areas of your life. Right. And you know, it's, I, I think we underestimate how much we can get done in a few minutes, right? Like even, even like, say, for example, you want to work out, right. And you don't ever have time to go to the gym. Like, what if you just did two minutes of, you know, squats, you know, once a day over a week, gosh, there's 15 minutes right there, right? Like that's better than none. Um, so, so it's really, but it's really saying what, what matters most and what can I do right now? That's going to have the biggest impact. Uh, and don't overthink it. Right. Like sometimes there's, you know, you feel like there's a hundred things, but at least kind of try to filter out the stuff that really probably doesn't matter. And isn't really going to make, make much of a difference uh, and just be a time filler. Right. And then the last one do is just take action. I don't know if you've ever heard the book, five, four, three, two, one, the, the five second rule by Mel Mel uh, Robbins, right? Like
0: five, mm-hmm. four, three, two,
1: one, go like do something. Right. Cause then when you do something it builds momentum, and I like to say, like, use the two minute rule, like you can always do more than two minutes, but what if you just spend two minutes reading your Bible? What if you just spend two minutes, um, you know, cleaning out that drawer? What if you just spend two minutes going for um, a walk? So here's a great story. My friend Leif, she has been doing the six minute thing with her walks because she wanted to be consistent. Last time I checked in with her, uh, she is at over 1200 days in a row. Of walking six minutes a day because six minutes you can do that's like me we oh like- girl that's like me to my mailbox and back like it, and that's been through winter she lives in Colorado in the states where she gets really bad weather that was through COVID that was through a trip to Europe you know but she just made it so easy six minutes like you know and then she just finds six minutes in her day to walk somewhere and then marks it off right like. And you can even get your kids involved, right? Like if you've got little kids, like make it a party. Like if I had to clean up a room, I would set a timer, throw on some music and be like, we're we are just going to be a tornado cleaning machine until this timer <laughs> goes off or until the song ends. And then we're going to go to the park or then we're going to go have ice cream, or you know? And like you said earlier, start handing over some responsibility to your kids, like maybe even sooner than you think they're ready. Not in like anything that's going to like cause permanent damage, right? But like- <laughs> I think that we like, we, yeah, they could do more sooner than we often give them credit for. And the whole goal is to work ourselves out of a job. I can say that from the other side of this, right? <laughs> you will not always be a mom of a little, so start working yourself out of a job. So see, notice, right? How are you feeling? Where do you have little pockets of time? Ask what really matters most in this moment right now, and then do, do something. Hopefully too. not grab your mom, I love that. but Yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly. But we're really glad that you grabbed your phone right now. Cause more than yes. likely that's for your listening to this podcast. So it can always be an investment in your time. And I think I I'm going to give a challenge to you ladies that, uh, when you listen to another episode of this podcast, go out and do it on a a walk, go, go for the six minute, maybe start with the five. And what I love about those small little, you know, time hacks, if we want to call them that you shared, you know, Alyssa is you made it very practical and very simple. Cause I know in everyday mom life, we can overcomplicate things. That's, I think we, as women are really good at that. We're really good at overcomplicating things or thinking that things have to be a certain way. But my mind immediately went to like, wow yeah if you can start with five minutes eventually you could work yourself up to six minutes and seven minutes and it just it builds momentum and it builds all of this wonderful wonderful space on top of it that you know then and i and i love that about momentum is that it builds on each other it builds on itself right it's like once you start accomplishing one thing you you get that confidence that godfidence you know that that yeah. confidence that god instills in us and then you can do more but I love that you helped us focus on what can we do now, like in this present moment, again, being present, redeeming the time that we have. And I'm just so thankful that you gave those three very tangible steps, because again, I am a mom of a little, you know, even as I host this podcast, you know, I tell my ladies all the time, like, Hey, I'm right there with you. Like sometimes I'm speaking on things that I learned that for yesterday, or that I'm still learning that I'm still struggling with. So this was very helpful, Um, For me today, for I know my listeners, this is definitely something that they were just begging for, you know, how do I create more space and time? And uh, what I'm so happy to actually announce to my listeners right now, as we wrap up the end of this episode is that you guys are in luck because not only have Lissa and I planned how to help you guys create this space and tame your time, but then there's that next step, right? It's like when you have these nuggets of time, Lissa gave some great examples today, but it is more about, okay. Okay what do you do with it now that you have it? Because it is going to be different for every single woman. And I know that we sometimes do want to follow a, I want someone to give me a plan or give me a checklist or something. But if you really want to live a God-centered life and a God-led life, it is going to be something that's going to be unique to every mom. And that's what we're going to talk about actually in part two of this episode. So as you guys are winding down with this episode, we have a part two coming up for you. Um, it'll be listed right underneath here, wherever you get your podcast. If you guys are listening to this one right away when it goes live, no worries. We've got you in a week. It's going to be coming out. But uh, Lisa, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for being here today. And I can't wait to dive into part two. Me too. Lisa, I would love if you would just take a moment to share with everyone listening, you know, if they want to take that next step in their journey and either just reach out and say and give you a huge, a huge high five or a, a huge virtual hug, or if they would like that step of, uh, you know, listening to your podcast or working with you, what is the best way that they can find you online to do that?
1: Yeah, I'll make it really simple and just go to my website, which is redeemhertime.com. And there you can find out, you know, you can listen to the podcast that I have, Um, you can ask questions. So if you want to ask a question to get featured on the podcast, specific to the stage of life you're in and things around, you know, a life plan or around, you know, scheduling and time blocking and routines and habits and obstacles and all the things we've talked about the last couple of days, um, that you can do that right on there as well. Um, I also have a community link on there where we also, you know, have conversations around these things and, and really, cause like you said, it's, you can hear great nuggets, but it's one thing to know. And it's another thing to do. And it's another thing to do consistently, yep. um, Excellent. and, and to keep going on that. And I have one other thing I will offer to your audience. So this, I've actually taken this off my website when this airs, but I will offer it to your moms because I feel like this could be really helpful. And that's a one hour strategy session. You know, because I feel like, and even if we need to make it, you know, in 15 minute chunks and spread it out or just do it, you know, like we'll figure it out if you're a busy mom and you're like, I can't give an hour, um, but don't stay in a place where you feel like you're just stuck, right. Where you feel like you're just stuck with your mm-hmm. time. Where you feel like you're just stuck and you can't see beyond your four walls. Like I couldn't, uh, and you just feel like this is, I don't even know who I am anymore. And what, what might God even be calling me to be and do in these different areas of my life like that, I think would be a great place. Um, so uh, there's a separate link for that. Cause it's not going to be on my website at, when this airs, but it's list of it's, I'm sorry, redeem slash session. Right. So that's for one of my, what I call a schedule shaping strategy session. And yeah, that'll, you know, that would be a great way to kind of start <clears throat> seeing cracks, right. Start finding yeah. some hope, start seeing, okay, yeah, I I can with some guidance, find some nooks and crannies in my day and then be intentional about those seeds that I'm planting and the seeds that I'm watering.
0: Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, thank you so much on behalf of all my listeners um, for offering that. That is such a beautiful gift and such a sigh of relief. You know, mama, if you need, if you feel that, like you're holding all of this inside and you just need someone to just breathe with. I mean, I couldn't recommend Lissa enough. And um, just a quick reminder too that this is actually a part two of of an episode series that we've created together. So I'm going to go ahead and list her part one episode in the show notes below. I'll also uh, list her website and um, if she has a separate. Um, strategy session call. I will also list that in the um, in the show notes. But of course, you can reach out to her through her website. And I know that her contact information is on there as well. But uh, Lisa, I seriously cannot say thank you enough. I so appreciate you taking your time, helping me redeem my time and creating really intentional podcast episodes that actually mean something and speak to my audience in a very real and intentional way. And that's exactly what you've done here today. So thank you so much for just being you and sharing your light with us here today.
1: You are so welcome. Thanks for the opportunity, you know, and just remember in this stage of life, You know be present because your kids are going to get older and you're going to you know wish that you would have been present in the moments when they were small and so just you know in each season of of this stage of mothering just be present right and say what matters most in this moment and then fully put yourself there
0: amen amen and hallelujah and every mama listen listening just know that you are enough you are worthy and you are a present to me and you are a present to every mom that is out there and i appreciate you listening to another episode and we will see you next time here at mom nation is infertility causing you emotional distress how would you feel if i told you that you're not alone and that there is a brighter way out i know mama because i've been there You'll learn how to reset your faith, your feelings, and your emotional twists and turns and take inspiration from stories from other women. I want you to grab your copy of I'm Fruitful, an infertility support magazine that will help you rekindle your faith after infertility, forgive yourself, and experience grace after such a challenging experience. Join their IG community at I'm Fruitful of supportive women who have been through the same thing as you, as me, and you'll never feel alone again.